Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello Australia, it is Glenn James, you're listening to My Millennial Answers, and I'm with John Pigeon and Trent Nikolic. How is are it just you? me? Hello, Hello mate. Does he yeah. sound like the love god? Yeah, you know? such a sexy yeah, voice Richard for Mercer. podcasting, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> love it. Yeah. So we, uh, we did the episode previously and we ran out of time, so we just want to do some questions, mm. bam, bam, bam. Funny, or, that bloke's yabbering on about cars know, running out of time. I've Who'd been have dreaming of oh, this episode. Got a word in. <laughs> Who'd have thought? We could sit here for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's a question here. Car bundling insurance, saving in bundling home contents and car insurances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just bundle everything. Absolutely, bundle everything. Here's an interesting one. Does regular washing really make that extra difference to look after the paint? Yes. I prefer to pay valet wash, but at $60 to $80 for an external and internal clean for an SUV... I tend to put it off every second yeah, month or no, so. What? No, no, no. Wash your own car. If you could even wash your own car at home, unless there's water restrictions in yeah. your state, right? Wash your own car at home. It doesn't take that long. New cars are pretty easy to wash. It absolutely does help to protect the paint because there are pollutants in the air. There's grime coming off the road. Uh, if you park anywhere bird near poo. bird poo, bat poo, if you park anywhere near trees that are shedding, you know, eucalyptus trees shed oil and all manner of sticky yes, stuff. Yeah, it definitely that. makes a difference. Sweet. I don't know if I mentioned, but we've got Trent Nikolic from caradvice.com.au on this uh, episode. Forgot if I mentioned it, whatever. You did. Um, well, there you go. Ali asks, how different is the cost of a car versus scooter slash bike? Had a car, but got rid of it due to the cost and lack of parking. I think you've answered your own question. But, um. <laughs> Hi, Ali. Look, uh, motorcycles and cars. I'm, I'm one of those weird people that rides bicycles, motorcycles, and I own cars. Motorcycles are problematic for a bunch of reasons. Yeah, they're cheaper, but guess what? If it rains, you get wet. If it's hot, you sweat. If it's cold, you freeze. They're pretty awful. You know, I, I, I hate to, I hate to sort of pigeonhole men and women, but I always think of a of a girl who has to go out to an event. And she's all dressed up. Yeah. She's got her hair done. You've got to put a stupid helmet over the top of it and ruin your hair. You've had your makeup done. You probably want to wear a nice pair of shoes. You don't want to be on a motorbike or a scooter in a dress or a, or a skirt necessarily. Yeah, it, you've really got to have a think about where, what's going to work for well, you. If you can ride to work in motorcycle gear, have a shower downstairs and get changed and go to work and do the reverse on your way home, great. But if it's your only mode of transport, me, motorcycles have always been a side thing. Never your yeah, only mode. Or if you are living within, you know, 10 Ks of the CBD, can you get a spreadsheet, put some number crunches in mm. using Uber three times a week? This is the financial uh, planner in you, so yeah, I never right. would have thought about yeah, that. Yeah, just uh, crunch the numbers. <laughs> you I, would have the numbers just gotten, I would have just gotten to the end of the year and gone, whoa, gee, I spent $5,000 on taxis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I, I spent $1,200 in July <laughs> yeah. in New York. Oh, really? On Uber. On holiday. Yeah. Oh, wow. and just in America, just yeah, on Uber on holiday in the states, actually. Mm. Um, so yeah, just you can't make decisions without data. Yeah, you um, need the numbers. You're right. So just run some scenarios on a spreadsheet. Just make some hypotheticals yep. up. I like that. So that's cool. Luke asks thoughts on Kia Stinger. Don't want to do all the modifying again. 
Hello, Luke. Uh, great car, mate. I don't know if you're talking about the GT, the top spec uh, performance one, but if you are, it's a cracker. We own one at Car Advice. We bought one as a company. We really like it. As far as rear-wheel drive performance sedans go, it's fantastic. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. Yeah, it's really good. Seven-year wow. warranty too with Kia, which is great. Loves these cl- cars, this bike. Yeah. <laughs> Knows them too. Seven years. I've what? tested a few. Well, back to the point that we were talking about, I think, on the last episode with NRMA and mm. Roadside or RAC GP or whatever mm. it is. Um, no, that's the doctor's thing, but <laughs> RACQ. <laughs> RACV, um, you know, RAA in South Australia. Yeah, so yeah. like with a seven year warranty, mm. the companies know their cars aren't breaking on the uh, lights. No, they right. don't. And also, to a lot of them, in Kia's case, I believe you also get seven years of roadside assistance. Yeah. So yeah. that's the other thing. It's bundled in, and you need to be aware when your warranty runs out if you still own the car that you then take out your own roadside assistance. Yeah. But yeah, we've been saying at Car Advice for a long time um, give all cars a seven year warranty. Kia can do it. A lot of them have gotten up to the five year mark now. Took Toyota a long time to get there, but Subaru they did. Subaru have just got there. Subaru have just got there. I so yeah. Got one over there. Yep, exactly. Mm. So let's just let's just encourage all manufacturers to give longer warranties. And you're right, mate. They're they're obviously backing their car. Mm. But the weird thing is, like, if you look at a car, like a fifty thousand dollar X car, mm. right? You have oh, oh, actually the Lexus NX, for example. I had a client broke the mirror on the side yep. of it to go to Lexus. Mm. Five thousand freaking dollars. Yeah, I mean. If you put all the parts on the car, it's probably a four hundred thousand dollar car. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It's just, exactly right. That's how the car companies make that their money. money. Yeah. Natalie asks, "When is it best to sell a car? As in, how long should you hold on to your car? Mm, good uh, question. Is it financially better to hold on until it dies or sell at a certain age?" where the maintenance could start costing more than the depreciation on a new-ish car? Yeah, good question, Natalie, and we get asked that a lot. You said this before, Glenn. There are accountants that will tell you you buy a car at a certain price point and just drive it into the ground because if you know the history of it, you service it, you look after it, you put 500,000 kilometres on it and you just go next and move on to your next car. However, um, I think if you're buying a brand new car, if you're the kind of person that's wondering whether you should turn it over after three years or after four years... For example, if you buy a car with five years warranty, three-year mark is great to sell it because you're selling it to someone with two years warranty and it's more appealing to a buyer. That's why the seven-year warranty is good and that's why we tell people to look at Kia as much as we do. Keep the car for four or five years, sell it with two or three years warranty on it. It's fantastic. But would you ever buy brand new? Yeah, I would. I would, depending on what my financial situation was. So, if your accountant ran the numbers for you, or your financial planner ran the numbers and said, "I'm okay. not doing it," get yeah. your accountant to do <laughs> get it. Get your accountant to do it. That's what they'd say. Um, yeah, if if it works, if it makes sense, absolutely. You know, my dad. Um, I remember when I was younger, my dad, when he had his businesses, he would buy a car and then just drive it for five hundred thousand k's, and then just get rid of it for two yeah. or three thousand dollars and move on to the next one. Because yeah. his accountant had said that's the best way to do it: buy it new, drive yeah. it into the ground, move on. But that's a business owner, isn't it? It is. Yeah, personal owner is a little bit different because uh, obviously drops most mm. of its value in the first three years. Would yeah, that be fair? which is why if you buy it again, if you're looking at a seven-year warranty, you could yeah. buy a 12-month-old Kia yeah. or an 18-month-old Kia. You could keep it for three or four years and still sell it yeah. with warranty on it, mm. having not lost a big wedge of money at the beginning. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This other chick on Instagram asks... That's very millennial. Is it? Yeah, this other chick on Instagram. Um, it is, isn't it? Official service mm-hmm. or using a private mechanic? Without doubt, while the car is under warranty, take it back to the manufacturer. A hundred percent. 
I'm challenging that all day long. There's a lot you of can good, if you like, but do you want me to tell there. you why? Yeah. There are great mechanics. Do you know who some of my best mates are mechanics, right? I'll tell you why you're completely wrong. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. Sure. <laughs> I'm not, though. That's the difference. Yeah, um, probably so true. <laughs> when your Volvo was released, okay, yeah. Volvo dealers and service centers around the world, and this is bad podcasting here, but they were provided with a service book that looked like that. Yes. Okay, so like War and Peace. Yeah. Right. In that, there's 6,385 different things that your car needs checked at various intervals that Volvo knows because they built the car. There is no possible way known to mankind that John Smith down the road can have that book for every car that's on the road in Australia. It's not possible. And some of my best mates are mechanics and they're geniuses. They all know what they're doing and they all know cars. And I can take them every single new car that I've got and I'll show them something they don't know. For example, Ford Ranger, I'll give you a really simple example. I don't know why, and the, the numbers might be wrong, but Ford, the new Ranger or the current Ranger had this weird thing where you drop the oil out of it to do an oil and filter change. You had to put new oil in it within a certain period of time or it was critical. Mechanics would be used to putting a car on a hoist, drop the oil out, <laughs> leave it there, go yeah. and do another job. Overnight. Yeah, whatever, let yeah. it drain out, hour, two hours, whatever. If, that, if you've only got 20 minutes, how did you know? How would you know that? And then Ford are getting people ringing up saying, my range is dead. And they're saying, well, what'd you take it to another service center for? We know how to fix it. We sold you the car. We built it, right? It, it, while it's under warranty, take it back. Yeah. This nonsense that people have, and I know what you're about to say, I think, yeah. about you know, <laughs> dealers rip you off. They're all ripping you off. No, they're not. What, what makes a service center mechanic at Ford any different from John Smith? How do you know he's not ripping you off? What's the difference? The quote. What's the quote though? See, now with new cars or most new cars, right? Because we're talking about them under warranty, the service price is set. So if they ring up and say, we want to charge you $100 to fill up your washer fluid at whatever manufacturer, you just go, no, don't do it. Yeah, but I've got right? a 1995 Corolla, for yep. example. Like, where do I go? So if you say it needs a 200,000 kilometer service, yep. I'd ring Toyota and then I'd ring John Smith and a few others, yeah. I guarantee your Toyota won't be more than 50 or 75 bucks more. Right. And to be honest, for them to be using approved parts, all the right parts yeah. and seals and gaskets and you know filters and whatever, it's worth every cent. Yeah, okay. Why am I wrong? Okay, a couple of things. Um, you're not technically wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, we can only speak from our own personal sure, experiences. Sure, yeah, of course okay. we can. And we've all yeah. got them, haven't we? Number one, and it might be a little bit different for me. I had a car. It was a Lexus IS 350. Great car. Beautiful. Mm. Loved it. Lovely Sports car. luxury. Lovely um, car. I had my local mechanic service it. It's a Camry. Mm-hmm. Drop the oil, mm. change it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. $200. Okay. Had some warranty issues. Had, a, had to get a new rear shocks put in and a sunroof. Mm-hmm. Um, and got fixed under warranty they didn't even care that my mechanic had service to no them. because the warranty they should warrant so to speak yeah and i guess it's more of a personal thing for me is i ran up the back of somebody in the lexus mm-hmm. matched the front end right yep i had to take it to lexus to get the adaptive cruise control oh the radar stuff recalibrated. the radar yep. recalibrated they charge you 200 bucks or something no no it was all covered under insurance sure. that they build they sent it to the smash pairs and they put it in the thing sure but while it was there i said it's off the road for a day because they only needed mm. needed a day can you just do a general service mm. okay 
Guess how much it was for them to just do a run-of-the-mill oil change? How much? $730. Now, but but they what did they claim they did? Change the oil, mm-hmm. air filter. Yep, and oil filter. And oil filter. And that was actually all they did? That was all did they did. That? So, I just said, mate, are you freaking kidding me? Mm. And all this crap. I'm not paying $700 for run-of-the-mill service when my mechanic will do the exact same thing for $200. And that, that's the only when, example I've seen. When the, when the like manual... But again, you know, it's on the North Shore. You know, everyone thinks they're better because they're driving <laughs> Lexus and yeah. they gave me the brand new NX to drive for the day. <laughs> they they wash the car. Yeah. I'm yeah. not paying for the service. I'm paying for the hire car for the day. Yeah. I'm paying for them to wash the car. What I think you'll find is I would still recommend you go to the manufacturer and I would say... I would ask them, and I do this myself. I want to know what the service is going to cost before you touch anything. Yeah, right. And, and that's so I'm probably driving my car. It's off, the dentist thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm driving my car off at Lexus. It, it's a eighty thousand kilometer service. Yeah. What are you going to do, and what's it going to cost? Yeah, because Just there's not going to be any surprises. No, and and don't think for a second. The other thing too is, where do you think that money? See, what I do that a lot of people don't do is I know what engine oil costs, and I know what filters cost, and I can tell you now that engine oil that's $100 a litre is better than engine oil that's $10 a litre. All day long. Right. Yeah. Now, the labour rate for a mechanic is 100 or 120 bucks an hour, whether it's John Smith, Lexus or Porsche. It's the same. So that $200 service, there's money not going somewhere because it takes the same amount of time. My so, mechanic on the coast is cheaper than Sydney. They're, they're charging more per hour. That's no, no, no. Their no, their hourly rate's the same. That's what I'm saying. The hourly rate at Toyota is 120 bucks an hour for a mechanic. Yeah. Same but as John Smith. Same mechanic, as a Porsche mechanic. Before he touches it, so we've got an agreement. He'll drop those. He'll service the car. Yep. But he says the minute I plug my machine in and there's a code that you, ne- I'm not doing it. You can go back to Lexus. Yeah. yeah. So he's pragmatic enough mm. to know. Yep. Um, and he will actually even order in. Even with the Volvo that he's servicing for me, mm. he orders in the proper. He goes, you can put normal brakes on, but it just won't pull the Volvo up. You've got to order the Euro Whatever ones. they yeah. recommend. Like, we couldn't even I'll, put Bendix brakes on the bus. I'll give you yeah. one really good example. The Nissan GTR, right, that everybody reveres, Godzilla, everybody yeah. loves it. It has 10 litres of transmission fluid in it. Yeah, it's nuts. If you overheat that 10 litres of transmission fluid on a track day or you drive like a Muppet on a 50-degree day or whatever there'll be a thing come up on the screen that it needs to be replaced. Now, you've also got to remember that manufacturers ask you to do certain things because they want the car to last. Mm -mm. They don't want it to fall apart. If it overheats, that transmission fluid needs to be replaced. It costs $100 a litre. So it is $1,000 to change that transmission fluid regardless of who does it because the fluid costs that much money. Now, I don't want a mechanic saying, oh, mate, I can put $20 a litre stuff in there. I don't want it. My yeah. car's 150 grand. I don't want it to blow up a transmission because it's got the wrong fluid in it. So what, I, what I've always said to people, and this is why I say it, your manufacturer knows exactly what needs to be done at certain service intervals yeah. on that new car or almost new car. Definitely go yeah, back so there I guess while it's under warranty. We can probably yeah, both I'm agree. If, if, it's, if it's 10 years old and That's out of different. warranty. No, it's yeah. different. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, different. But I'm just, I'm not paying $700 to change the oil. No, That's nah. ridiculous. So... I totally Bring get it what you're saying. Bring it around to my saying. place. I'll do it for $600. Probably. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's no problem. It's no problem. Yeah, but I, 500 I cash. Yeah. Well, my, my old man, yeah. he bought a secondhand Triton yeah. under warranty. Good truck, though. Really good truck. Mm. The guy who bought it, anyway, long story short, it was having all these trouble, overheating trouble, blah, blah, blah. It was with Mitsubishi for six weeks. They didn't know what was wrong with it. 
they worked out that the guy he bought it from went to a mechanic, not Mitsubishi, mm-hmm. and used the wrong oil. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And it cost dad five grand. Yep. And they managed to recoup the mm-hmm. money. But yeah, absolutely. I guess if I could step back, I'm just saying I'm hell-bent of not going to Lexus. Because mm. they don't deserve well, we should an extra five hundred dollars. We should experience. all be hell bent on not wasting money, mate. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. the reality, so, isn't it? But the yeah, learning like, learning period is we'll get yourself a price mm, and yeah. compare and it yeah. if you need to. Yeah, I mean, like a lot yeah. of these um, manufacturers, like run of the mill services, anyway, mm. they're not going to be more than three hundred dollars mm. these days. No, that's right. No. So yeah. Anyway, that was just probably a rant on my behalf. Oh, we love enough. a good rant. Jay- okay, this is a good one for Jason yep. on Instagram. Best value for money. Medium SUV for a family. Good question, Jason. Look, what's a medium? What's an example? Hyundai Tucson. Oh, yeah. yeah, probably Hyundai Tucson. We love the Toyota Rav Four, especially the hybrid. Are they a medium SUV yes. or a small? No, medium. Yeah, yeah. So and if you need to go, John, you keep going. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I look, can finish with. Yeah. Look, <laughs> he's got me for thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Rav Four Hybrid is the best in inverted commas medium SUV, but the Hyundai Tucson's probably particularly good value for money. Let me throw a really good value for money one in there: um, Mitsubishi Outlander. Uh. One of those three. I see that hand. Mm. And amen, brother. Mm. Every time I've had to hire a car. Oh, how I, good are they? I've jumped in they're the Outlander. Everywhere. Yeah, uh, they're everywhere. The only thing, I just wasn't quite happy with the gearbox. Yeah, it's a CVT. We won't bore no. people. It's different to a conventional automatic. Yeah. yeah. But see, you're a driving enthusiast. If yeah, you're not, true. if it's just a conveyance for the know. family, you won't yeah. notice it. Yeah. 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 What about the level up? So Large so, SUV yeah. you're talking about? Well, Hyundai Santa Fe's right up there. Kia yeah. Sorento's right out there. Kluger. Prado, Kluger. Kluger, I'm not such a big fan of. I'd buy a Prado before I'd buy a Kluger. Interesting. Um, yeah, Hyundai Santa Fe, Kia Sorento. And you get the warranties with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Low risk. This is one, and it's going to be a very quick answer. Sky asks, how can I sell my car faster? Lower the price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lower the price. The, the problem with Tell selling cars. Yeah. The problem with selling cars, Sky, is you get all sorts of clowns turning up trying to, uh. you know, you're asking 10 grand and someone says, I'll give you two. You yeah. know, you, you deal with that. Unfortunately, that's the reality of it. But yeah, lower the price would be one way of doing it quicker. Yeah. Um, have you got to go? All right, see you soon. I'm going to continue with Trent. <laughs> see you, mate. You too, mate. No worries, mate. If you need anything, just give me a yell. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Trent back on probably every six months or something. <laughs> yeah, I love it. See you, mate. See ya. I'll talk to you later. Ruby asks, buy a car you like or buy a car with high resale value? Oh, Ruby, that's such a tough one. I would say to Ruby, do both. Yeah, do both. I mean, you can, if you get lucky or if you're smart, you can do both. Um, Ruby, for me though, I think when you buy a car, I don't think, if you own it, average Australian owns their car for five to seven years, right? I don't think you're going to drive a car you don't like for five to seven years just because you hope the resale value is good. Because none of us are Nostradamus, who knows? what the resale value is going to be. There's anecdotal evidence, but it's not guaranteed. It's not carved in stone. Mm. So I would always default to buying a car I liked. Yes. Always. Yeah. And it's like that thing. It's like, well, you're in it so much. Why not enjoy it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Doors Gang 007 on Instagram. I'm an international student. What type of car should I go for with under 5K with him? With affordable insurance. Yeah, I'd, I'd be looking at something like a second-hand Toyota Corolla yep. um, around that price because it'll just be bulletproof. What about Getz? Yeah, Hyundai Getz is good. Yeah. Yeah, just not probably not quite as bulletproof as a Corolla, but yep. you're talking, you know, infinitesimal amounts. Yeah. But sweet. both good options and they'll be cheap to insure. 
David says, graduating uni soon. It's probably more of a question for John or myself. Do I save for a nice newer car for 20 grand or save for a house? I'm going the house oh, first. Going the house, yeah. You have to. Yeah. You have to. It's just smarter long term. Yeah, and get that big goal rock in your life sorted. Yeah. Then have fun with cars. And, and, and the, the, the car, unless you absolutely know what you're doing, is a depreciating asset. And the whole thing is as well, it's like, I like how he said, do I save for a nice newer car? The fact that he can save 20 grand sure, over impressive. the next however long. It's impressive. I would throw it into a house deposit, save another, get into that house, yep. and then have some fun. Sure. Yo, Glenn here. Don't know what happened. Must have accidentally pressed stop or something and the recording stopped. I think we were almost done anyway. So thanks to Trent for answering those questions. We'll get him back soon. I had a lot of fun, obviously, with the car stuff. You can check out uh, caradvice.com.au. Trent's the uh, managing editor there or on Instagram at caradvice. Thanks for listening. Have a good life slash day. Okay, bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.